3: banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time.
0: Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. The epic copyright battle over Led Zeppelin's iconic Stairway to Heaven reached a level few cases see, an on-bank hearing at the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Eleven judges will decide whether a new trial is necessary to determine whether Led Zeppelin ripped off the song's opening guitar riff from Spirit's instrumental, Taurus. One might have thought the issue was settled in 2016 when a jury returned a verdict in favor of Led Zeppelin. But last year on appeal, a panel of three judges on the Ninth Circuit ordered a new trial over errors by the trial court. Now 11 judges will make that decision. At the hearing, many of the judges seem skeptical of the argument by the plaintiff's attorney that the jurors should have been allowed to hear the recordings of both songs at trial. Here's Judge Andrew Hurwitz questioning Francis Malafi. You've got to get your
4: sound recording in in order to win this case, don't you?
1: We have to bring in the best evidence and with the fair evidence.
2: Well, you've you got to get it in to win, don't you?
1: I think so, but there is some leeway.
0: Joining me is intellectual property litigator Terrence Ross, a partner, Catton Newton, and Rosenman. Terry, a lot of people listen to that introductory riff to Stairway to Heaven and the song Taurus and say it sounds a lot alike. But there's a lot more to it than that. The sound recordings weren't even played for the jury. And that's the key
4: here, June, that's before the Ninth Circuit on Bonk. Should the district court judge, the trial judge, have allowed the recordings to be played to the jury? He did not. And the reason he did not allow the recordings to be played is because when these two songs came out, they were prior to 1972, there was no copyright on recordings. And so musical artists such as Jimmy Page and Led Zeppelin or this band Taurus and their lead singer, Randy Wolf, they got copyright on the sheet music and not on the recordings. And so the trial judge allowed the jury to see the respective sheet music, and he allowed a musical expert to play those sheet music notes and did not allow the jury to actually hear the recorded music because there was no copyright on them. And that's what the dispute is all about.
0: A lot of the judges on this Ninth Circuit on bank panel seemed really skeptical that a new trial was necessary, and they were peppering the plaintiff's lawyer with questions
4: you just don't know in an oral argument whether a particular judge is asking you the question that they really need to have answered or whether they're playing devil's advocate. I clerked for the D.C. Circuit. My judge used to always ask the tough questions of both sides, no matter how he might come out eventually. So we can't always look at the questioning from the judges on a panel and read the tea leaves and see how this court come out. But it did seem to bother a lot of the judges that they're There's no copyright on the recordings, and yet the plaintiff wanted the recordings to be played to the jury.
0: This case has a lot of significance. What could come out of this case that would be significant to other composers and to the music industry?
4: So, June, without a doubt, this is the hottest case in the music industry for years. Artists, recording labels, producers, songwriters are all paying attention to this case. It is that significant. It is not merely the fate of these pre-1972 copyrights and whether or not sound recordings could be played to the jury when there's no copyright on. The issue is, to what extent does a copyright in a piece of music protect fundamental elements of of music itself. In other words, how much originality is required? Can you copyright certain types of standard musical building blocks that all bands use. And we haven't had a court case that has presented exactly that issue in a long time. And here you have one of the most important cases with a very large number of judges, a court that handles most of the music cases in the United States, actually ready to give
1: us a decision. Johann Schmiegel, you've got the world's highest IQ. Yes, 247. Wow. Did you know that thanks to Salesforce with Einstein AI, everyone's smarter? Now everyone's an Einstein, just like you. But I'm the
2: smartest. Not
1: anymore. With connected data and trusted AI, everyone can give customers experiences they've only dreamed of. Oh, look here's a few einsteins now hey hi hola amigo everyone's an einstein it's okay johan let it happen the number one AI CRM. now everyone's an einstein with
3: salesforce you know success when you see it or you think you do the people in the spotlight athletes actors artists but what about the people behind the scenes you know the ones who make it all happen the lighting engineers the sideline photographers the caterers Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time.
2: Hi, I'm Ron Kraszewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. So, there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com.
0: Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Now, a New York federal judge put the trial, upcoming trial, over Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud on hold until this case is decided by the Ninth Circuit but a judge in Manhattan doesn't have to follow the Ninth Circuit. No, that's absolutely so correct. So why did he do that? Because this is
4: a unique case, a unique situation, and he would wanted to obtain as much guidance as he could in the Ed Sheeran case by looking at how the Ninth Circuit en banc comes out in the Led Zeppelin case. We have to see what the decision is, but that decision could be very influential way outside of the Ninth Circuit, outside of California, into all the other music centers in the United States, whether it's Nashville, New York, Detroit, Motown. I think it's going to be a very important decision.
0: As you refer to, the music industry was shaken by recent copyright decisions. For example, the Blurred Line case and the Katy Perry case. What was sort of scary to them about those decisions? In each of those
4: decisions...
0: The defendants made arguments
4: that they either were unaware of the the plaintiff's song, or if they were aware of it, they were simply taking common elements that many, many different songs have used in the past, and that therefore they were allowed to do that. They weren't infringing copyright, and yet they were sued anyway, and in the Blurred Lines case – the defendants lost and ended up having to pay a large amount of money to the state of Marvin Gaye. The music business right now is in great uncertainty as to what is exactly copyrighted and what is not copyrighted. And artists, producers, record labels need guidance, and they're hoping to get it from this case.
0: Are they likely to get it from this case, though? The um, court could I rule
4: think- narrowly. The court could rule very narrowly here. They could simply stick to the issue of should the court have, as part of the jury instructions, allowed the recordings to be played or not. And in particular, if they say that a judge made a mistake, should have allowed the recordings to be played, they can send it back down to the trial court for a new jury trial and start the process all over again without giving us big picture guidance. So we just don't know what the Ninth Circuit's is going to do. But I know there's a lot of people in the industry who are really hoping to get some certainty out of this decision that will guide how they go forward in the music business.
0: And a little unusual, but the Trump administration weighed in here on Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin's side and talked about something called thin or minimal copyright protection. Well,
4: the courts have frequently said that with respect to common elements in both publishing and music, standard tropes that there should be very, very weak copyright protection and it should be limited to almost the exact copying. Imagine putting a book on a Xerox machine, exact copying that sort. In the music business, what's called sampling. And that's the limit of copyright protection. And the United States government essentially said that in this case you have some music building blocks that are allegedly copyrighted. They really should get very weak protection and only protected to the extent that there's exact copyright
0: Thanks, Terry. That's Terrence Ross, a partner at Catton Muchen. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how
1: Einstein with Salesforce.